to FAQ, the show about riding rides that we love to ride. I'm your host, Captain, <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow, also known as Scotty Moore, joined as always by my first mate, Will Turner. Come on in, Will. At least I get the girl at the end of this. I don't care. At least I don't sound like I whisper and scream at the exact same time. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's genuinely how I learned to do a Will Turner impression. Somebody was like, he just always sounds like he's whispering and screaming. And then I went back and watched the scene where him and Jack are sword fighting. And he's just running around just like, I practice eight times a day so when I find a pirate, I can kill it. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> I know you're trying to be quiet, but is it working? Oh, so, Jim, today we're talking about probably one of my, I'd say top five rides in Magic Kingdom. Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I will say, like, usually when I go to the parks, I will get three fast passes. Buzz Lightyear and Haunted Mansion are a given. And usually it's between Jungle Cruise or Pirates for what my third is going to be. My my favorite thing about Pirates in the Magic Kingdom is probably the fact that they didn't build it to begin with because they thought, oh, Florida's way too close to the Caribbean and oh. no one's going to care. And then the second that park opened, people were like, where the fuck are your pirates? <laughs> Give us the... Where are the pirates? I've looked everywhere. I can't find them. Yeah, no. And they were like, crap, we need to do this. And within, let me see, within like 26 months, they had that sucker built. Fuck, yes. Yeah, it's probably, I mean... I don't know. Like, that was the ride my mom grew up telling me about when she would go to Disneyland. She's like, you gotta ride pirates. There's fucking cannons and skeletons and shit. So the Florida version has one 14-foot drop. That's it. Yeah. And it's it's basically because if it went straight, it would hit the railroad because that's <laughs> where the railroad goes. Right. That's literally, the, like, the only reason it's there. Now, the same thing is technically true for California, but that drop is actually like two drops and it's 90 feet total. Jesus. Okay. So, cause I'm actually, I'm getting prepared to go to Disneyland and like actually literally a week from today, I will be at Disneyland. I didn't realize that it had two drops. I did know that at the end you go back, like you basically ride the vehicle back up a waterfall to like get to the unload area holy shit really okay because 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 you're down at the bottom i I think you ride up at the end i don't think you uh because in florida you unload and get on the little tta ramp yeah exactly yeah it's probably i i don't know i've heard a lot of good stuff about the disneyland pirates in comparison to disney world they couldn't go. I'm assuming they just can't go down 90 feet in Florida because they would hit ocean. Yeah, probably. More than likely. Yeah. In Jurassic Park, you've got to go up like a fucking building height before you go down. All right. So, Jim, well, I guess we should talk about the ride for people who have never ridden it. It's basically you get on a boat, you see a dead pirate, then you go down a drop and you see 
basically that pirate's life of uh, pillaging and plundering and having fun, and then at the end he ends up in jail. And also Jack Sparrow's there, and he has money for some reason. And then there's three... He looks at the treasure at the... The first time you see him, he's like looking at some a-hole's treasure map, and then at the end, he has the treasure because he had he saw mm-hmm. the map. And then, um, and then there are three men trapped in a jail cell trying to get a dog to let them out. And I still maintain in my Ed Cannon, those three prisoners died and became the hitchhiking ghosts at Haunted <laughs> Mansion. <laughs> and one of them is Sid Caesar for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So that's the ride. That has anything other than the addition of Jack Sparrow really ever changed? They put mermaids in for a while. What? Uh, at the beginning, like, but the thing is, so I wrote it. I've only written. I've literally only written pirates like three times ever. What the fuck is wrong with uh, you? Well, a couple times I went. There was it was down, but it, but other times it's just like it just hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, there's a scene before the drop in Florida where there was, I think there's still like a dead, um, mermaid there, which is like really creepy. Just like imagine the skeleton upper torso rib cage and then like fish, like it's like a fish skeleton at the bottom. I've never realized that it might be a mermaid for me. I've always just seen a dead skeleton there and then an animatronic crab just fucking about next to it. Well, there's, I think there might be more than one skeleton because there was like a time travel sort of element to the attraction that I don't really know works or is the same anymore. But they actually, for a time, had special effects in the water where, where it was like mermaids were swimming next to the boat. Oh, shit. Because like all they have now, all they have now is like a water mist and then like... Yeah. I think they've changed it, but it used to be, um, ah, shit, I can't remember his name, fucking octopus face. Davy Jones. Davy Jones, just being like... From the uh, monkeys, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> he would just pop in and sing some monkeys classics to you, and then zip on by, he'd just be like, and then I saw her face, now I'm a believer, and then you'd go through it, and then you would believe the pirates were real. So that's what happens at the beginning um, of the ride. But they, they had the projections. They had to stop them and take them out because apparently they would break. And so instead of seeing a mermaid, what you would see would be a Windows XP like error dialogue box. <laughs> I had to go across the room to get something, but that's fucking choice. I love that. That's pretty problematic. Um no, it's perfect. It's everything I could want is to be dr- going along pirates and look down in the water next to me and see the blue screen of death just staring up at me. <laughs> Reboot, Carlos. Don't be chicken. <laughs> yo ho, yo ho. They, um, so the ride, the ride in Disneyland didn't open until 67, so, like, Walt didn't get to see it done. Oh, yeah. They they wanted it to be a wax museum for a while. Oh, oh of pirates or just yeah, a, okay, yeah, wax museum of pirates. But when Small World happened at like the World's Fair, they were like, "Hey, this boat thing might work." Yeah, they were just like, "Oh, <laughs> and everyone like, and loves we're doing this. pirates." So hey, boats, pirates, this is a thing. So they shoved them together. It was actually basically built by like Aero Aero Development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they did like a lot of crap for Disney. I actually have a book that's called Roller Coasters, Flumes, and Flying Saucers. It's all about, like, what 
Arrow development did for like Disney and other theme parks in like the fifties and sixties, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. They said that um there's a crap ton of water in the top building, like where the bayou is, because like that's the other thing that California has that Florida doesn't have is the bayou scene at the beginning where the restaurant is. Oh, really? What? I've so, never heard so of So there's a, there's a restaurant. Like, you know how it, uh, where Small World is? They have, like, the Pinocchio Village House where you go in and it's, like, looking over Small World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in Pirates of the Caribbean in California, they have a restaurant called the Blue Bayou Restaurant, and it looks over the scene that's basically, like, right after the entrance, or right after the load area of Oh, that's Pirates, dope. That's Where really there's, cool. like, fireflies, and there's, like, this old beat-up, like, shack and like, the Everglades or something. And there's one firefly who's singing your old jazz standards, and then he dies halfway through, and everyone's like, that's a weird thing to do with the comic relief character. Uh, oddly enough, that shack is in the in, in, is in the opening credits of Princess and the Frog. Wait, <laughs> they drew it in the movie. What? Fuck yeah, it. if you watch the opening credits, there's like a shack, and that's that's the shack from the the ride. It's the same one, pretty much. That's so good. They they um, th- there is a lot of water. And apparently when they were, like, building it, they couldn't figure out certain things, like, where guys would, like, have to, like, submerge themselves in whatever the hell crap water that is. Oh, no. To fix it. Because they wanted, they didn't know how wet they wanted people to get going down the drops, because there's technically two, and they're, like, one after another. Yeah. So one's about 50 feet, and the other one's about 40 feet. And all those men died of bromine poisoning. They, they, they apparently set them down in like when they were testing it. I guess off site, they like set them down in suits. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're like, hey, that's the problem. This is the fifties, sir. Yeah, exactly. Our cigarettes are getting soaked. There is a uh, an apartment above the California version that was apparently meant to be like a Disney apartment to kind of go along with the one that's at the fire station on Main Street. Oh, okay. but since Walt, but since Walt died, they never used it for that. Oh, so this is like when you see Johnny Depp go to the ride and then later come out and be like, what's fucks up, everybody? Jackie Boy's here. He's coming out of that apartment. That's cool. I didn't know that. Um, they, I don't remember what they used that for after Walt, or what they used it for because Walt died, but now it's actually the Disney Dream Suite. Oh wow! Kind of how like how like Cal or how Florida has the one in the castle because Sleepy Beauty Castle so small they had to put like the same thing somewhere else so they just stuck it up there. Yeah, and at least it has a little bit of a thing where you can say like Walt couldn't like he was gonna sleep here but he didn't and that's why I think at the top because it's like an old plantation building sort of or like an the old darkness of Walt could have slept here. He fucking didn't. <laughs> but there's you know. a black outside. Yeah, <laughs> Walt could have slept here. They, uh, the building, like in Florida, it's like an old, like Spanish fort. Yeah. But in California, it's like a, it's like a Louisiana, like plantation house sort of a thing. That's And cool. so there's wrought iron above the entrance that has like Walt and Roy's initials, like put in it. Oh, that's sweet. So ride open. So it wasn't one of the opening day rides for Disneyland open. It was 67. Yeah. So it was 12 years too late. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So they, 
They uh, apparently the fire effects were so realistic that when the fire marshal like checked the building, he was like, "You cannot have fire indoors. What are you doing?" Yeah, and then they were like, "It's not. You're good. You're good, yeah, dog. It's, it's mylar and lights and fans, man. Calm down. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. a bad firefighter if you think this <laughs> is real fire. You're bad at your job, dude. Fuck you. Um, the there's there's rumor, but nobody knows for sure if some of the skeletons are real. I've heard about this, where like there's a real human skull somewhere. The, the uh the I don't know if it's Florida and California or if it's one or the other, but Jack Sparrow at the end when he's in the treasure room, he's like leaning in a chair, like a big ass tall backed like kitchen chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same they put one of those chairs in the attic of the haunted mansion. Oh hell. It's in the yes. background. But it's the, it's the exact same chair. It's like, well shit, we got a couple of these. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay, so is there, like, any cool history behind it, or is it straight up just like, they fucking built it? Okay, that's cool. They, I like the fact that when they when they were testing it as a water ride, they built the... And I, this is probably on one of those, like, Disneyland episodes of... Because you said that in the Disneyland Around the Seasons, since that was filmed, like, right before Walt died, that he was showing it off. Yeah, yeah. To like, he was probably showing it to like a girl with like a riding crop and a rider's hat because I'm pretty sure I've seen that clip around yeah. the internet. But they would they would mock up the scenes and then they would push Walt through it on an office chair, which is seems like hilarious. Like I wish that would have been in like the this the Mary Poppins movie somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Just like pushing Tom Hanks through a warehouse with like pirates hanging everywhere. Mm-hmm. I it. It's it's things like that that made me wonder what it would have been like to be an Imagineer, really, especially in the fifties and sixties when yeah. they're just like making that shit up as they go along. Right. I mean, it's- like they they set up. I mean, this isn't pirates. This is haunted mansion, but they set up a, bu- a bunch of the gags for the haunted mansion in a room. And they left them on, like, the the people would come in at night to clean, and they'd be scared shitless, and they told them to turn them off. But instead of turning them off, they just hooked them to a motion sensor, so they'd only go off when the people came <laughs> in. And I feel like that's the kind of crap I would have done if I was an Imagineer in the 60s. Oh, damn, that's so choice. I love that. So, it was in Disneyland, then Disney World opened, and everyone screamed, Where are the pirates?! And then, That's why it's kind of in a weird spot because it's like right on the edge of Frontierland. Like that wasn't really there. Yeah, there was yeah, nothing exactly. there. And then, of course, the great change happened when they decided, let's just make a movie about it. None of our previous attempts at making a movie about a ride has been successful. But hey, let's just fucking throw something out there and see if it sticks. I don't want to say they got lucky or anything, because it's not like a horrible movie. Like, it's a decent movie. It's not Tower of Terror or anything. The first one's dope. The first one's really, really good. I do like, like it. Like, I mean, if they would have said, instead of Johnny Depp, like, we're going to get Steve Gutenberg and Eddie Murphy, well, like, see, that might have been a problem. It's funny you mention that, because I'm on the movie page. You can take the ride all you want, but I'll look at the movie. The uh, During the early 1990s, screenwriters Ted Elliott and Ted, Teddy Rossio began to think of a supernatural spin on the pirate genre. Wait, what the fuck? And then it says Walt Disney Pictures had Jay Wolpert write a, write a script based on the ride in 2001. So those other two guys are not relevant. It's just two guys <laughs> thought about this in the early 90s. 
Uh, well, that's how movies are made, though, I think. This story featured Will Turner as a prison guard who releases Sparrow to rescue Elizabeth, who is being held for ransom by Captain Blackheart. Disney was unsure whether to release it in theaters or direct to video. And the studio was interested in Matthew McConaughey as Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Fucking, I love Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. It's iconic, but what you have just loved, you're absolutely the worst pirate I've ever heard of. Yeah, well, at least you have heard of me. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Y'all can always remember this is the day that you almost caught old Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm going to go swing away on a rope. Bye-bye. All these, all these zombies pirates stay. I keep getting older. All these zombie pirates stay the same age. <laughs> if they chose to release it direct to video, Carrie Elways or Christopher Walken would have been the first choice for Captain Jack. Whoa! I mean, I'm a pirate. It's crazy. Look at me. I'm on the seas sailing. It's great. I'm a great man. That's your father. Well, that would have made an entire change to when he's telling Will about his dad. It would have been the pulp. He still could have had Keith Richards be his dad. No, no, it would have been the fucking pulp fiction scene. It just basically looks like, your father, you see this, you see this metal. Your father gave me this metal and I hung, I put this uncomfortable hunk, hunk of metal up my ass for eight years. And now I give it to you, little boy. Goodbye. Uh, but Carrie always would have it would have just been like Princess Bride two. Yeah, exactly. The, of the Caribbean. Oh, okay, okay. Later in March two thousand and two, they brought in Elliot and Rossio, who suggested, "Hey, maybe let's do this supernatural thing as part of the film's plot." And then they brought in Gore Verbinski. And now they're talking about Jim Carrey, Michael Keaton, Christopher Walken again as Jack Sparrow. What is this insanity? And now they brought up fucking Curse of Monkey Island for some reason. (laughs) What is this film? I love it so much. If they would have tried to make a Pirates of the Caribbean film based on, like, the ride, it would have been, like, it would have been, like, 1917. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, like a long, like an hour and a half one shot of, like, pirates ransacking a town and sexually assaulting ladies. I mean, I did go back and watch it a few, probably, like, last year. There are a lot of references to the ride in just the opening, and then after that, not really that much. Like they include, uh, they include the redhead who. Oh shit! How have we not talked about the redhead? The fucking glow up of a century, going from getting sold at a market to having a gun and being like, "Yes, yeah, sell the fucking chicken. I don't care. Do it." And now she's a meet and greet character. Sometimes I love her so much. The redhead is my favorite. Like they should just put her and. Uh the chick from Brave together. Just put them together. Her name is Merida? Thank you very much. It completely disappeared from my mind, but then then there would probably be some other, like, thirsty people going in there saying, Mommy, I think it's yeah, exactly. She is my favorite Disney princess, even though she has the worst Disney princess film of all time. 
I thought that, I swear to God, I thought that movie was going to be about, like, I don't want to get married, so I'm going to win my own hand, and then basically her engaging in the Olympics. That's the first ten minutes of the film, and then the rest of it is all like, my mom's a fucking bear! What the <laughs> shit has happened here? I gotta change her back. Oh, now my brothers are bears now, too. What the fuck is this? The first choice for Merida was actually gonna be Christopher Walken. It's weird. Fuck, I wish I could remember more Merida quotes. I really do. Whoa, mom, you're a bear. Whoa, it's buck wild. It's crazy. I love it. I think we gotta talk about how Tokyo saw Pirates of the Caribbean and was just like, we want that, but we want it to be like... An IMAX movie, please. Thank you. Holy, is that the one that has the transition in the beginning that destroyed our brains for that one day? I think it is that one. I think that is like Battle for the... There's Battle for the Sunken Treasure. Yeah. And there might be another one. And I think I think that's the one that's buck wild. Y'all at home... There's too many pirates rides. Go look up this ride, because at the beginning... There's just a pirate up on the boat being like, I'm a fucking pirate, what's up? And then the boat moves, and then he just fades away, and he's suddenly a skeleton. It's so buck wild. It's my favorite thing that I've ever seen in a theme park ride. So, there's that, but if you remember, I guess we could talk about that. Because, like, water comes at you, like a wall of, like, screen. Like, it's like if Fast and the Furious was good. Yeah. basically what that thing is. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't think there's even any drops in the ride. I think it's all just effects. I think. I don't mind that. That's like a that's like a scary movie without jump scares. It just takes more work. But we can also talk about um, your f- your favorite attraction of mine, the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, Caribbean, Caribbean quest for quest for Buccaneer Gold at Disney Quest. Oh, dude, fuck this ride so much. Is this the one where, you know, a Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin, don't you have, on this one, don't you have a rope instead of a trigger, so you have to pull the rope? Or am I, I think- mean, that's kind of what uh, Toy Story Mania is also. It's, it's horrible because it makes it look like you're jerking your little ween. While you're doing it, like, if you look from behind it, I'm just trying to, like, get off as many shots as I can. So I'm pulling on this rope like it's nobody's business. And I just, everyone out there is like, he's very enthusiastic. And I'm like, I gotta get the pirates. I gotta take them down. I I only did that ride twice, I think. And it was only, like, me and my wife. So, like, they're like, don't even worry about steering. Just try to... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's the exact same. I think we did it twice. Once with my girlfriend at the time. The second time with, like, two friends from work. So, no, every single time they're like, don't fucking worry about steering. That wheel hasn't worked in ages. Just get up there and do it. So, Battle for the Sunken Treasure has, I guess, where where the Jack Sparrow crazy transition is, is called the Caves of Misfortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's very... Yeah, you fight the Kraken in that ride. Yeah. And, um... And yeah, there's... Oh, wait, there is a drop at the end of that ride. But I don't think it's, like... I think it's a drop more in line with, like, Maelstrom than with, like... Oh, yeah, so not a drop at all, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think it's, like... I don't think... It's definitely not 90 feet. Yeah. Yeah, you just put some fear into the heart of this old boy about going to Disneyland and riding pirates. Which, by the way, we've never talked about on the show the fact 
Disneyland doesn't have fast passes? What the fuck? You have to buy them? They're like 15 bucks? I think, isn't that kind of like how Universal does the, like... Well, there's a difference. The Universal one is like $70 per fast pass, but at Disney, I think it's called like Max Pass, and on that one you pay money and you get basically what you would get at Disney World for free. But I'm like, Disney World makes a lot more money, so I understand how they can give that out like it's candy. The fun thing um, is you'll get to see all the people go into the attraction, go into the park in the morning, not be able to get a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance, and then turn around and leave. And if it, oh, <laughs> dude, that's going to be me. That's going to be me showing up. The Uber driver's going to be like, Disney World, Disneyland doesn't open for like five hours. Why are you here? I'm like, I got to get that boarding pass. I got to ride my rides. <laughs> Uh, so any any other great pirates news before we call this? I I don't think so. I uh, I do like that they that there is a pirate you go underneath that like has like real hair on his legs. I always thought that was oh kind yeah. Of is that the one that's uh, got the TNT? So you're looking up at a barrel of TNT while there's one that fucks pigs right next to you, <laughs> hanging with some pigs in the mud. It's the grossest part of the entire ride. I need to pay more attention next time I ride to see if I see a fucking... <laughs> see a pig like this, fucker. Like, I, th- I feel like guest relations would have a line. If yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, we, we, rode, we rode the Haunted Mansion. That was kind of scary. But then we rode the pirate thing, and there was somebody fucking a pig. They're just like, yo, Gonzo fucks chickens. This is nothing. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> That might be my favorite line. I, we, while we were uh, driving to Gatlinburg the other day, we listened to Donald Glover's stand-up special, and he starts talking about Muppet Babies. And he's like, no one understood the fact that when we were kids, that show is weird as hell. It's about an old woman <laughs> with no face taking care of a frog, a pig, and an alien named Gonzo that fucks chickens. <laughs> I was like, this is such, I love it so much. Well, then there's also, like, the weird scooter and the skeeter thing where she just vanishes yeah. <laughs> as an adult. Um, this has turned into a weird thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what happens. I was like, Pirates of the Caribbean, that must have a rich history with all the... I like um, the... Uh, apparently, so Mark Davis, uh, Imaginary Mark Davis, put in the in the queue pirates playing chess. Yeah. Where the idea is that it's stuck in a stalemate, so no one, neither of them can win, and so they die, like, playing chess. Yeah. Apparently, at some point, the pieces got moved, and it took them, like, eight years to figure out they were moved and put them the right, back the right way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, imagine if you did know, though, and you just walked by, like, oh, shit, those are, they're fucking real. They're actually still playing, even though they're dead. We can't mess with it. We can't ruin their game. There, uh, I think one of them, for a while, was wearing a. Oh crap! Um, they put like a hat, like a special hat on them, and it was like a Yankees hat or something. But they had it turned in a way where you couldn't tell what it, what it was. Oh, I yeah. want to say it was something like that, where they they put some kind of garb on one of those skeletons that was like modern but i don't remember exactly what it was i should have looked that up have you been since they put scare act not scare actors but actors in the queue because it's no, we didn't uh we didn't ride during the halloween thing i don't even think this was halloween my dude i think it's just a thing they're doing now which is like like you know you pass by where there's that cannon and then there's the bars on it there was just a pirate in there acting like he's been captured and so like we were just like that was 
that was probably just the dude that stole Buzzy, and he yeah. was just like, I read the wrong, I took a wrong turn. Yeah. But yeah, we were just sitting there the whole time, like, there's a door right there, go out. And he's like, that's further in. I can't go further in, I need out. And we're like, there's a cannon up here. And he starts, like, holding his arm out and trying to reach for the cannon through the bar doors. And we're like, that's not going to work, my dude. <laughs> uh, there, there was outside i don't know if uh, if the california one had it but the florida one had a bird that would talk to people that would hang off of like a little perch yeah and would like tell you like come on and see the ride or whatever and they took it away and i think for a while it was at the world of disney store but since now they turned the world of disney store into a gap i don't think it's there anymore isn't it i thought i i heard something about it being in club 33 or is that a different animatronic bird i'm sure they have many i think well the idea for club 33 at least in disneyland was that they were going to put like heads of animals on the walls and they built and they're still there like there's microphones built into the chandeliers, yeah. but they're just not hooked up to anything. But you can see them if you look. But they were going to have, like, the animals on the walls talk to guests while they ate. And they decided that they didn't really want the privacy implications of people that are spending, like, $35,000 to eat there. Yeah. They're just like, we heard you plan to destroy the Russians. We listened through the pig. The pig told us your your tales. We're trying to... We're trying to put the russians in epcot and you're ruining it yeah. for us <laughs> oh but jim pirates of the caribbean great ride great movie franchise and speaking of great i just want to talk about how great all of our patrons are thank you guys so much for donating it means the world to us and it allows us to keep making dumb shows like this where jim and i can just hang out and shoot the shit about pirates of the caribbean for the most part, we might actually... Yeah, that that, that segue felt like a 90-foot drop. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and so, thank you guys so much for donating. It means the world to us. Jim, do you have any final words on Pirates of the Caribbean before we leave? Uh, let me look at my notes. Um, I'm pretty sure dead men tell no tales. Oh, okay. That's very important to know. Uh, but until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding, and we will see you next time.